1: with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold.
0: Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Today is January 26th. I've been dreaming of this all year long. My book, my book, my book, my book is finally
2: out. Well, I did put that up on the spot. That's beautiful. Thank you
0: so much.
2: Thank you. It is book day. I feel like it's middle school. It's the book fair. Oh my God. I hope my
0: mom gave me some money for the Scholastic book fair. This book needs to be included in all Scholastic book fairs. That's so funny that you say that because literally yesterday, some I was watching something and there was a book fair. I'm like, I wonder if my book will ever make it <laughs> Depends on the fair. to a Scholastic book fair. I don't
2: know about Scholastic, but maybe... A book fair somewhere. Right. A fair of books. A fair of books. Today is such an exciting day because the book is here, you guys. Everyone has started reading it is already crying, is already laughing, is already
0: understanding. Did you see Snitch's caption? Yes, it was so profound. I mean, I'm just being inundated with like... Messages. It's like your birthday. It's so much better. Like, <laughs> so, I never get this much love on my birthday. Like, it's so overwhelming. I'm trying to, like, read everyone's messages. And I just can't believe, like, first of all, how many people read it already. Because, like, Amazon put it on Kindle late at night. At midnight,
2: it was confirmed. Someone tagged me in their story. We got confirmation. On my Kindle,
0: I couldn't get it at midnight. Oh, when did you get it? Like, when I woke up at four.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, someone had tagged me
0: that it came out on theirs at midnight. So, audiobook just... came out like a little after midnight. So, we didn't really get, like, a full answer on our major question, but yeah. we'll be fine. But the books
2: are here. People yes, are reading it.
0: the books are here. People have finished it, which is so crazy. That is crazy. I mean, it's a snackable book. I did not want to write something super long like Homer. That book was terrible that he wrote. He wrote a few. And I wanted, you know, the long one, The Odyssey. The Iliad and The Odyssey. That was, like, the fact that he did that to us and we all had to walk, read it in fucking high school, like, that was disrespectful as fuck.
2: Yeah, it, that was hard stuff. But was, I would say that like this is going is similar in its jargon. No, to it's the definitely Odyssey.
0: similar in the sense that like it's, you know, well respected by the literary world.
2: Yeah, the literary world. If you guys have been feeling some like uneasiness under your feet, it's because the literary world is quaking today.
0: I'm so glad you said that because I was really worried. I woke up and I'm like it felt like an earthquake yeah. almost like the ground kind of shook beneath me and it's obviously just (laughs) the impact the butterfly effect from the literary world literally quaking (laughs) teeth chattering
2: yeah it's a crazy crazy time so yes
0: it's such an exciting day it's so exciting I've had such a long day already and I have so much more to do but the book is out I took my heels off so I could you know just be comfortable and also because given the fact that your
2: beautiful foot is on the cover of the book we are going to have some people coming to the show wanting to see that foot again
0: yes and she is here to show it to you not only are we penetrated the literary community through this book but we are penetrating the foot fetish community as well and i'm really excited for those fellows to get here get you a book that can do both that's us we have a great show for you guys today um obviously we're going to be talking about my book like pretty much the whole time but we have the fast five we have the bachelorette Re- bachelor recap and then we have a very special surprise my husband is in studio He accompanied me along some of my festivities this morning. And now he's going to be joining us because we have a little game we want to play with him. We have a
2: really fun game that we're going to play with him. And honestly, Ben, I'm so happy that you're here. But him being here does throw a wrench in some of my plans. Yeah, I know. Where I was just going to spend this episode like trying to get Claudia
0: and Maverick back together. Jackie's just been on one since yesterday when she really realized after reading my book, she read it again. That I think my true purpose in life was to end up with the boy who stole my heart, my first kiss, Sorry, Ben, I know you're in studio, but Maverick.
2: Yeah, Maverick is the one that got away, and I actually feel like starting today with this book coming out, the sequel is writing itself, because somewhere he's gonna on reach Long out. Island, Maverick's sister is about to then she's going to tell him about it, he's going to read it, he's going to reach out, and it's going to be like this beautiful love story that I think you're going to be chronicling in
0: the sequel. And Jackie <laughs> is literally assigned herself president of the Mavgia fan club, <laughs> Maverick and Claudia. guys, we
2: have ships and we're building them, so and my end. Enterprises booming. No, you're right. It is kinda
0: weird now that Ben's here. Like yes. the joke isn't as funny. It's not <laughs> I'm like looking at him dead in the eye, yeah. Saying where are you gonna live? When it's not as comes funny. It's not as funny.
2: No, it's not. Definitely we'll have not. to wait for tomorrow.
0: Um, so we have a great show. I think we should just dive right in because we've so much to do and I could just sit here and talk for hours about how grateful I am for the support that my book is getting. Like you have no idea what it means to me to be a first time author and just the reception is so positive and people are like as excited as I am, which is crazy.
2: Yeah. It's like we've been so excited and then today like seeing all the toasters be so excited has made me like has revamped my excitement I even put on a pussy bow shirt for the occasion because oh, I I've, did not know
0: what you were gonna say
2: <laughs> that is scary she put on a
0: pussy bow
2: yes my that's this pussy is my,
0: bow yes this is my
2: peter herman top um and i haven't had an excuse to wear pussy bow all year this is it and i'm so glad that i finally have a reason to like get dressed in business casual today's the day today's the day so i think without further ado we're gonna deliver the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast
0: and it is only you know appropriate that today's episode which is really a big day in toast history is brought to you by bruce it makes the most sense and i did bruce my teeth this morning before my day full of press very big day and I started it with a brouche now what is the brooch? it is the best electric Ben you're making a lot of noise with your bagels and I'm trying to work here yeah and you could you could yeah. hear about the brush. yeah you need a brush. <laughs> ready do you want to know what a brush is Ben <laughs> Brouche is redefining what it means to have a perfect smile because a healthy smile is a perfect smile. So Bruche is the best electric toothbrush on the market, in my opinion, for a multitude of reasons. One, a lot of them can cost like over $200. Brouche is very reasonably priced and it works so well. It's also beautiful. Like I find a lot of them to be like bulky and ugly and you don't want them to sit on your counter. I go for a very Kim Kardashian Kanye West minimal clutter vibe, mm-hmm. but the Brouche is sleek. It has a magnetic charging station. We both got the one in pink. It's really the best packaging, the best everything. Aesthetic, on point. And we've also like been going to the dentist recently, and yes. she's been so impressed by our teeth, and we're like, we brush, We brush. Uh, the brush itself has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. It also holds a four-week battery life and has a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They offer a subscription program where you can never forget to change your brush head again, because Brush will ship you new replacement heads Every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. It has a sleek design. Their electric toothbrush is modern, aesthetically pleasing, and comes in trend driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. Get 15% off your Brush toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code toast at bruce.com. Again, that's 15% off the Brush kit and the refill plan when you use the promo code toast at com. That's toast at bruce.com. Love it. Okay,
2: first story. First, she said, good morning, America. Now she's saying, good morning, millennials. Claudia Ashray stole the show on GMA today. You guys, I said, good morning, America. And tell us about the experience, please. Because you sort of just like dropped to everyone that you were going on GMA yesterday. And everyone was like, wait, did I hear correctly? GMA, that's so exciting. It's no
0: GMM, but still very, very cool. It's no GMM. (laughs) But yes, I mean, I... Things move so fast, and so much of my like press has gotten rescheduled. So I didn't want to say anything because then it would like if it had like, yeah, it's if I got bummed. It's the Neil Cavuto effect. It's the Neil Cavuto effect. Jackie and I got bummed from the Neil Cavuto show right when we like bought new outfits. <laughs> I bought two pussy bow shirts. Okay,
2: I, I was in the middle of getting my eyebrows dyed, my eyelashes dyed when he was like Neil Cavuto. Casual. Neil
0: Cavuto wanted us to talk about business and like for us to be recognized for our business to go on a business news network. We were so fucking BNN, excited. We were so fucking excited. I bought two Pussy Bow shirts. No, I had my whole outfit ready to go, like
2: Moschino dollar signs code. It was just gonna be a sickening moment. And then Neil. And then we got bumped. Cancelled. He bumped
0: us for like some NATO emergency. And it was devastating. So now I'm like. Glad there's we...
2: always gonna be a NATO
0: emergency. Always. But there's not always gonna be two sickening queens <laughs> wanting to talk about business with Neil motherfucking Cavuto. No, there's not. But you had. A better opportunity today. Yeah. And so I just didn't want to bring it up because things move so fast in, you know, the television industry. But yes, I did. Good, mo- uh, good morning, millennials. Good morning, America, this morning. It was so crazy. I mean, I couldn't go into the studio because of COVID, but they have a remote studio and I didn't want to do it from home. Like, this was my moment. I wanted my pr- I wanted a premium camera, not my laptop, you know? A hundred percent. But it made it feel much more real. Like, I was quaking, actually, not like the literary world. <laughs> I was truly shook like i had a duty like in my belly you know and then of course i'm like do i have to poop or am i just nervous and then when it was done like it was gone like duty right. never to be seen again but it was good i mean it was really really sc- I, like i think i was more scared for that than i was to ever perform in front of people like it was just a different and i, I took the opportunity so seriously like i wore my fucking tory birch heels yeah they're over there they're over there i mean i'm wearing my slippers now this is actually um, like nobody saw your shoes i know not even close no i know but like the people in the studio did they thought i was like an actual business very authorial yeah um it was just an amazing experience it was very very scary but I'm like, I'm so glad it's over. Like I've been, I was obviously always excited for pub day, which is what we call it in the literary world. Um, But I was really more excited for pub day at eight or nine o'clock because I just wanted it to be over. As much as I was so excited and grateful for the opportunity, completing it of course felt like a, a huge pit in my stomach so now that it's over now I feel like I can really celebrate
2: well the reviews are in and you hit it out of the park Thank I mean, so Zach Weinrub said best interview he ever saw wow Jackie O said beautiful stunning and smart what did Bruno uh, Sweet say Bruno Sweet said that's my auntie Yeah. he was so
0: proud you should have Ugh. seen him beaming Bruno I mean Theo didn't get to watch it I was gonna bring him but like I don't know no, I'm just, just trying to take this oh, whole no. thing seriously like yeah Because it's a serious day. I'm a first-time author. And I can't believe Good Morning America, like, had me.
2: Yeah, no, you did such a great job. I feel like you really summed up what the book's about. You got people excited. You showed a little bit
0: of your personality while taking it seriously. I'd say 10 out of 10, honestly. Wow, thank you so much. I mean... I couldn't see what I looked like except there was this tiny little monitor where I looked so shiny and I was like freaking out and it was way too late to I ask up I love for a shine. I'm
2: pro shine. But then
0: I looked at the actual TV and it must have been my monitor because it was a little shiny, but I think a little shine is good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
2: I so agree. Well, it was a
0: wonderful experience. Now I can say I've done the Today Show and GMA, so I'm good. And you've done Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. And I've done... Maybe that's. Anyone want to oh, have Access me? Hollywood? Access... Oh, I filmed actually Access Hollywood yesterday. You know, Mario Lopez is one of the new hosts. Oh, I think I did know that. He was so cute and funny, and we had a great conversation, and that airs tomorrow. Or tomorrow.
2: Speaking of Steve Harvey, though, um, I think everyone remembers when you were on the show, but you really give some
0: backstory from when you went on the show, in the book. I do. That was, like, a pivotal moment in my career. People always say, like, what was the moment you knew? Or, like, was there something that catapulted you? And I think that being invited on the Steve Harvey show, and that just, wor- it was a crazy fucking weekend in Chicago. I read about it in the book. I think that was, like, a huge turning point for me. Like, one, because I was really good at it. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I need to be on TV more. Like, I'm so sickeningly funny. And, and like, I was annoying, but I thought I was great. And that's yeah. all I needed was confidence. Yeah. And... So I always point to that moment because Steve really believed in me from the very beginning. He did believe in you. He invited me back again. A really sweet
2: story in the book that everyone's going to love. Speaking of the book, if you're reading it now, we, in your week of press, uh, you have your biggest opportunity coming up. It's true. She'll be on the Redheads Book Club podcast where I think it's the first interview about the subject matter of the book. Yes. You know, with people who have read the book and we're all talking about what's inside. Yeah, so far I've been doing press, like trying to
0: give little tidbits, but I didn't want to spoil
2: anything. Right. So this is Spoiler Alert Central. Yeah. If you guys have questions while you're reading the book, email them to the Redheads book Club at gmail.com and we will ask the author herself. Wow. Ask the author. And the literary world will once again quake.
0: Did Once again. <laughs> did you see that um, on the TV guide, Good Morning America referred to me as author Claudia Ashray I did. And... They put respect on your name. There was also a lot of good guests on GMA today. Wendy Williams. And I want to talk about Do you see that they're doing a Lifetime movie?
2: What? They're always doing a Lifetime movie? With Wendy
0: Williams. Oh, what's it about? So she's about her? So she is like a, I guess like a two project deal. I watched GMA this morning and I found out. Um, She is doing a docu-series like about her life, her breaking into into the industry, and then like a live action movie about like her life. And they gave a. A sneak peek of a clip on GMA of the scene where the woman who's playing Wendy faints while wearing the Statue of Liberty and the girl does a really good job. Oh, wow. It'll be, I find those movies to be so weird. but They like, are,
2: but I feel like because Wendy's involved, it is going to be better than some of the others. So
0: you should really watch Good Morning America more often. It's very informative.
2: Yeah, and then when you're done with that, you head over to Good Morning Millennials. Yeah, GMM gmm baby baby okay next story kelly clarkson's talk show could take ellen degeneres's spot i've been hearing this you know this sort of answers some of the questions that we had a few weeks ago ellen may not be dancing so hard amid rumors over the future of her show stop that opening line is hysterical. <laughs> She is struggling to hold on to her fan base following troubling accusations over over her behavior. With just one year left on her existing deal, the multimillionaire host will enter talks about the Ellen DeGeneres show next month, Page Six has learned. Her ratings have slipped 8% according to stats, and the Kelly Clarkson show, which airs after Ellen in most syndication markets, could well take the Ellen show's 3 p.m. spot. If it comes to an end, insiders are
0: musing. I mean, this seems like a natural progression of things. Ellen is not going to stay on the air forever. And after like the last year, I think probably the end of her contract, which I think gives us another season, is probably the best time for her to step down. And Kelly Clarkson is like a fresh show. Everyone's loving it. Great guests, great content, Kelly Oki. So I think it would make sense for, and I actually think Ellen probably likes Kelly Clarkson. I like to think.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will sting no matter who it is, but... At least like there's some... I just feel like right now it's just a tough time to be in like daytime talk show or just having a talk show. It's always... A tough business, even for a celebrity so, you know, talented and iconic like Harry Connick Jr. You Mm -hmm. know, it's really hard to make it work. And I feel like especially now.
0: I feel like you took that cancellation of Harry's show, Harry Connick Jr. I feel like you took that really hard. I did because I used to watch it sometimes while I was getting my nails done. And I thought it was so good. I never saw a lick of it. But he's a handsome fella.
2: Yeah. So if he can't make it, like it's no one can. (laughs) No, you're right. But Kelly's doing it. And but even like when you think about the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. What happened? Like it. I feel like we heard about it so much for two weeks and I have not heard about it since. That
0: happens a lot. Like there's so much hype for a TV show. Like all this money put behind it. And then it's just gone a flash in the pan. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to Drew. I don't think she it's might still st- on. She might still be. I don't know. I mean the reviews were not good. Kelly just really persevered like through it all. I feel like she put a lot of time and effort into styling the show's set and and the whole run of show and I feel like she was really involved and it's really good yeah she also just has that je ne sais quoi. like
2: you can't put your finger on it yeah it's just that x factor of relatability plus celebrity you know similar
0: to what we have and it's very <laughs> very similar no I agree I think she's made for this job and I think it'll probably it will be her I do and I can't think of who else it would be to replace Ellen's time slot
2: yeah I agree Okay, next story, a little new romance. Hannah Brown holds hands with rumored boyfriend Adam yes. Wollard on a romantic L.A. outing. She, is she officially off the market? Hannah Brown was spotted getting cozy with model Adam w- Wollard days after Bachelor Nation fans identified him as her mystery man. The Alabama native was photographed holding hands with him as they walked through downtown L.A. on Monday. In photos obtained by the Daily Mail, the two were dressed down in sneakers and each wore face masks to keep themselves safe so new what man. What does he do? He's a model.
0: A famous one?
2: Uh, I hadn't heard of him um but. I feel
0: like of could do better not in terms of looks just in terms of like fame.
2: Yeah but I feel like it's kind of maybe she actually likes him you know.
0: No you no know? I'm sure she does which is nice but like I just love when famous people date other famous people.
2: Yeah but I also just like hope that she's happy.
0: Yeah me too I mean she really fell off the face of the earth. Like, I know. She was everywhere for so long like in our faces just like dancing with the stars and just doing the most and having so much success and then obviously the scandal happened and then she just like kind of lived just a quieter life yeah so but now she's stepping out with a new man he's handsome
2: yeah not so as I... handsome as you ben no or as handsome as maverick
0: stop ben wasn't even listening he doesn't even know what we're talking about um ben what was the last thing we just said that's what we'll
1: call it the
2: shit on bed show um also a part of me like is always gonna ship her and Tyler
0: C like ever since the quarantine crew (laughs) no I feel like if it was gonna happen it would've And and it didn't, so I'm moving on. Okay. Speaking of, we were talking last night. Have you been... I mean, I know you have, but I'm just going to phrase the question that way anyway. Have you seen this video that's going around of Matt, Tyler, and like a couple of their their friends playing golf? Yes, I have. There's an Instagram story going around. I guess it was deleted, but one of the Bachelor fan pages picked it up, um, where one of the guys that they're playing golf with, it's not Matt and it's not Tyler, makes like a really not cool joke about Victoria's, Victoria and her body and then they all Laughed.
2: Laugh. it was really like and again Victoria is like does no, herself no favors in terms of like being so mean on the show but then like you see a video like that and all of a sudden she becomes a sympathetic character you
0: know Victoria is the worst but that still means doesn't mean you can't say anything like that. no 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 it made me feel like so uncomfortable and she took it in stride and her. posted like a sickening photo of <laughs> like a like a hilarious Vic- photo of her in a bathing suit and just like wanted to obviously address it, but that she was really fucked up. She
2: also posted a hysterical meme. Um, yes. Of like a beauty contest and like a guy on the couch Who her nose like, is too big. Her nose is too big when it's like these girls are stunning and yeah. he's nothing of the sort. And I I felt like that it sums it up. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, I figured we would talk about that during the Bachelor recap, but I just found that whole situation to be really disappointing. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next story for the Kimye stance. I don't know what this means, but Kanye has returned to LA after the quote split but like maybe he's there to sign the papers you oh, know I mean you could, or maybe you he's could, there to go to counseling
0: you could sign the papers virtually like with DocuSign and e-readers like you could totally do it virtually
2: yeah Kanye has been spotted for the first time since page six claimed that he is separating from Kim the 43 year old rapper was spotted arriving Sunday by private jet at Van Nye airport in LA from his ranch in Cody Wyoming where he's been holed up so this could mean anything yeah like literally anything and I'm just going to take it to mean that like the virtual counseling wasn't really going well maybe the wi-fi was bad mm-hmm. in Cody and so he came to LA so that they could do it in person and, and fix what needs to be fixed and move
0: on with their happy family no that's a definite possibility I do think it's wild how we've literally not heard a peep from either one of their camps on whether or not this is true like we're still speculating and mm-hmm. I just feel like by now we normally would have heard something
2: I just think that the they haven't made a decision yet. They don't know. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think that they're trying to work through it and they'll see if they can.
0: Or maybe they're just waiting for the television show, like, to...
2: Maybe. I don't know. I I just think that they're... They haven't made the decision. I really do. And I... I think they're trying. I think him showing up is like, this is me trying.
0: This is me trying. Yeah. Okay, well, honestly. He heard that
2: song. He was like,
0: he loves fire Taylor, of the jet. He loves Taylor Swift. Yeah, he does. I mean, I obviously hope these two can work it out. But if not, I'm just looking for some sort of resolution. This like purgatory period. Are you or aren't you? I'm fine with this purgatory period because if it proceeds It gives you hope. Yeah, and it's like,
2: if the end of this is that they're over. Like, I would rather be in this period where I do have hope yeah I feel that okay our fifth and final story is a little sports biz news now that we're the premier sports podcast a little
0: sports biz news
2: news. Budweiser like Coke and Pepsi will be passing on Super Bowl 2021 commercials (gasps) what yep the king of beers won't be reigning over the Super Bowl 2021 commercial space this year have you heard this Ben No. do you want to join us I feel like you could give some it's a crazy story story. yeah i mean it it makes sense once i give you the details i thought it was just because like 2021 is nothing of the sort like why would we spend 55 million dollars on a 30 second ad but no that's not it budweiser is the latest corporation to back out of advertising during this year's broadcast choosing instead to join a public awareness campaign for the covid 19 vaccine For the first time in 37 years, the company won't air its game-stealing commercials. They said, quote, like everyone else, we are eager to get people back together, reopen restaurants and bars, and be able to cheers with family and friends. To do this and to bring consumers back into neighborhood bars and restaurants that were hit exceptionally hard by the pandemic, we're stepping in to support critical awareness of the COVID-19 vaccine. I don't understand.
1: So it, ac- it actually makes no sense. Yeah,
2: so yeah. they're trying to use like this time and energy and money to encourage people to get the vaccine so that people can start going to bars and restaurants and people can start ordering Budweiser there. Okay, I just and, the, wanna... and the restaurants could be safe. But also like we could just also open bars and restaurants. No,
0: also, okay, the $55 million Budweiser would have spent. Why don't you donate some of that to like the local bars and restaurants that serve your Budweiser? Yeah, like... donate, donate some to the Barstool Fund. Yeah, no, they're like inadvertently trying to help bars and restaurants through like a PSA to get the vaccine, but like your money would actually go a lot further if you just gave it directly.
2: Yeah, they are um, going to route some money to the Ad Council's efforts to raise public awareness about the vaccine, as well as a 90-second COVID-themed film called Bigger Picture, narrated by actress
0: Rashida Jones. I've had enough of COVID films, okay? <laughs> the Real Housewives of OC is just is one long the COVID, COVID film. COVID film we never asked for. Um, honestly, this year has been the unofficial COVID film festival, mm-hmm. and you're all losers. Um,
2: other Super Bowl commercial giants such as Pepsi, Coke, and Hyundai will also take a step back from this year's game. Oh, (laughs) God. Hyundai? Hyundai. (laughs) She says it on purpose, I think. No, but like, I just pronounce it phonetically.
0: Hyundai. Hyundai? Hyundai.
1: Hyundai, millennials.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ben, what do you think about this? Um,
1: I think that it is just fake news. Like, they're not running Super Bowl ads, because the last couple of years, people are saying that they're not profitable. The reason why that's stupid, though, is because this year, I think it would be profitable. Everybody's sitting at home. It's going to be the highest rated Super Bowl. It's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Everyone is going to be watching, and it's worth the premium, and the Super Bowl ads just, you can't run advertising like that like through an influencer or online. Like those like long 30 to 60 seconds. Have you heard of the morning toast? Yeah, like sure. You could do podcast reads. Their money
2: would be better spent here.
0: They should. I'll take the 55 mil.
1: They they should run Super Bowl ads. Can we talk to you about
0: something then? Of course. You know, we did a big Super Bowl segment yesterday because obviously there was a lot of football over the weekend and we figured out that, you know, the Tom Brady's are going against the Jackson Mahomes. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to get your take because, you know, we are now one year strong of predicting the outcome of the Super Bowl. We knew last year it was not the time for the San Francisco 49ers. It wasn't their time. And we were completely right. Now, before we make our we official prediction, decided.
2: we're still weighing all of our options. We would like you to weigh in with your opinion about who's going to win. Whose time it is.
0: Is it?
1: It's, it's Tom time Tom. Br- it's
0: it? Summer time. School's it's, out. Scream and shout. Fine. Sorry, continue.
1: <laughs> it's, it's Tom Brady's time. Oh, it's can't? always Tom Brady's time. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They went on the road, won three very difficult games, and now, for the first time ever, I don't know if you guys know Everyone this.
2: Everyone knows, yeah. Okay,
1: you do. Uh, the Super Bowl is played at a neutral site. Oh, we Every single year.
2: We know that. All
1: right, it's at home. Give us some They kind of- have a home game. It
2: is crazy, though, that, well, I was overhearing Zach's sports show, so I have a, a thought about that, but it is crazy that that's never happened before. Never. That's what's crazy. Not that it's happening, but that it's never happened. She said it's,
1: it. It's like uh, playing a roulette wheel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now...
1: One in 32 chance.
0: I hear what you're saying about it being Brady's time, but I do think you're missing out on pertinent piece of information, and you're the kind of secret weapon that the Kansas City Chiefs have, which is Jackson Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Tell us, are, do you follow Jackson Mahomes on TikTok? For those who don't know, Patrick Mahomes is, like, the best, right? He's the quarterback. He made $500 million, biggest contract in NFL history. And his brother is a TikToker who kind of travels with him to all the games and, like, you know, does, like... Cringy TikTok videos on the jet and in the suites. And it's honestly so cringy and so fun to watch. And I think that he's a secret weapon that a lot of sports analysts are underestimating this year.
1: Um- First and foremost, we have to be nice to Jackson Mahomes because that is the most bullied man in America. It's terrible what they um, did to yeah, on the com- TikTok. The comments are awful. I awful.
2: The way you guys talk about him, I would never know. Yeah,
1: no, he's just- He's ins-
0: iconic. Like, he's
1: insanely roasted. He's
0: like the most successful clout chaser, just like living off of his brother and I'm living for it. No, like, I, I, I th- love that. They say such mean things. The kids are so mean to him yeah. on TikTok. Kids will so be kids. Mean?
1: He is not even close to the secret weapon. He is like <laughs> the polar opposite. He is an embarrassment. Bend. I'm sorry. I said it's we we shouldn't be mean. You just said
0: the kids are being mean. And okay. Then he said he. But now it, but here the adults but it's are. The, being but it's the, mean. the
1: truth. Uh, two weeks ago, Patrick Mahomes got a concussion in the game. Goes. Out, do I have a pimple or something? You're staring at my forehead. Oh my gosh, you do have a pimple. Okay, can you yeah. like? Uh, uh, I didn't say anything. You said you brought it up. Yeah, but you're staring like there's like I have a third eye. Well, I look at the
0: camera. Don't have a pimple, and then so, I won't stare.
1: Um. Cash Mahomes gets a concussion. Everybody's so worried. Mid-game, Jackson Mahomes (laughs) TikToking.
0: His brother was literally
1: taken off the field. We live for the thirst. Yes, Jackson. So relatable. By the way, live for the thirst. The guy is so popular. Jackson Mahomes, 700,000 followers. It's not even that good. TikTok's the most viral platform in the world. He should have 10 million.
0: He could be doing better in terms of growth. Ben, maybe you should manage him.
1: Yeah, that's what I need. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, So... So We haven't officially decreed. No, and
2: also when I was listening to Zach's show, they said that, yes, having that home court advantage will be an interesting touch considering it's never happened before. But this year it's kind of irrelevant because one, they're bringing in a lot of like healthcare workers into the stadium, not necessarily Bucks fans. Mm -hmm. Like just because of the the way that this fan seating is going to work, like it doesn't really play. It's not going to be full of Bucks fans.
1: No, but to me, Tom Brady gets to sleep in his own bed. He gets to go into his own locker room. He gets to take a shit in his own bathroom. Mm. Go on the field. He gets he to have sex with He
2: Has in the morning. a heated toilet for Ooh, sure. A Toto. <laughs> Love that for
0: him.
1: Rich.
2: Yeah, I um, don't know. I'm still weighing my options. Me I'm too. leaning towards um, Tom Brady, but the, Travis Kelsey. He does not lose. You know.
1: No, the the Chiefs are unbelievable. Like they on are. paper, they're. I really think sh- like it's
2: the old guard versus the new. Excuse yeah. me. I fucking said that. Yeah, yes, no, but then you said it, and then Tony Kornheiser said it. Who? And oh, you're watching PTI. Very yeah, that's nice. what he was watching. And it's really true, like Patrick Mahomes is the future of the sport, but Tom Brady is the past and the present, and so will, is it, whose time is it? Wait, no, it's like who are we betting on, the past or the future?
1: There's one guy that's been to ten Super Bowls. There's one guy that's now going to be in his second. Tom Brady has been to more Super Bowls, twice as more Super Bowls than anybody but ever.
2: Patrick Mahomes has won every Super Bowl he's been in. It's true. It's a, good, that's a hot take. Hot take. Um, well, thank you for that, Ben, and of thank course. you for the business news segment. And we will let you know when we come
0: down with our official decree. We're gonna do a little bit of Bachelorette recap. Ben, actually, walked with me, so maybe you'll be able to give oh, some I insight. I about that. I know. We'll just, like, breeze through it, because it was honestly a terrible episode. Um, and that segment, very appropriately, because I needed a, a few of these last night to get through the Bachelorette, is brought to you by Usual Wines. Wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. There's no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle because of the single-serve format and bottle design. Usual is always fresh. No more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white called Brut. We also have Usual Spritz, a low-alcohol, low-calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice, basically like White cloth for grown-ups where each serving is just 83 calories. Check out their website at www.usualwines.com. Use our discount code TOAST for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Again, that's usualwines.com. Our discount code is TOAST for $8 off your first order. And try your first glass on us. Love it. We got Brut and Brouche today. So let's talk about The Bachelorette. We, I mean, the episode was so long. Was so bad. And so bad. And and I've said this, and it's like getting really frustrating because, and I feel like I get to this point every couple seasons with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, where I just really feel like they're wasting our time. Like last night, we didn't get the the final rose ceremony. Now we're... It used to be the episodes ended at the rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. But now it's like they end right before the rose ceremony. It's so frustrating. And these women... I, I know that women like Victoria and Anna are these like necessary evils like they make the show go round but I do feel like we've evolved past the need for them
2: yeah I agree my only thought from last night's episode is like one to bring in all these new girls is so annoying there's there's still too many people there but the way that the OG's as they call themselves treated these girls as if they chose to come in second string like they've been at Nima Cole just as long as you've been they've been in a room alone by themselves you think being here for Matt was hard imagine being sequestered alone knowing you're coming in second string like all these girls are the el- most like everyone who's there is some of the most eligible girls in America you're no better than them that you got to go first like to come in second sucks as it is and then to be there and have people treating you as if you chose it this way right that like, was
0: that was the thing like first of all the new girls, you want to be mad at someone be mad at the producers yeah mad at Matt don't be mad at these girls the new girls coming in made the old girls look so bad like come off more insecure and jealous and then downright mean, like being so catty, fucking middle school bullshit. And then when the new girls came in, I couldn't deal with everyone yelling at them. Like it was their choice to show up three weeks late. Like that's how the show works. You're mad. Don't yell at Britney. Go yell at Mike Fleiss. Yeah. It was just, you're directing your anger in
2: the wrong place and you're just being mean. They were being so mean. It was really shocking because I really feel like all of these girls obviously have watched every season of The Bachelor, know how it goes down and, and know how to get themselves to the other side, looking good on Paradise a million followers yep. it's pretty fucking easy so to be that mean to them was like oh you just forgot where you are and who you are and that is just a not acceptable way to act and even though vibrator girl is like so on the right side of history you know like I'm not like a fan of hers per se she was completely correct in I, everything. I was surprised she
0: was alone in that
2: too like she didn't have anyone I know, on her not side one other person who could see it that way who could see the other side and like I thought that the way that she went to Matt was the perfect way to go about it and just say, coming from you it would mean so much more I tried it they don't listen to me like she was just on a whole other level from all of these people just
0: no, she was able- a woman
2: and the rest were girls a hundred percent I was worried that Matt was like not gonna have the right reaction because he's kind of stinking well so no the thing he's is stinking up. He, he's
0: stinking we don't even know what his reaction is because it doesn't happen till next week it but sounded like, like he took what she said seriously but i want him to ask like who said what and, and like if he doesn't take action next week and send anna home like i i'm dead serious i'm stopping watching the show because i was getting so furious watching this whole thing with britney anna and the escort of it all yeah so okay so much of it bothered me First of all, Anna just bothers me. Like she thinks she's so everything of the sort, and I'm here to break it to her that she's not. Second of all, I, I it's one thing to like spread rumors with baseless accusations. Like you have literally no proof. But it's another to do it on television where that follows you. And that's why Katie was getting so upset. And I agreed with her. Like, and by the way, if you want to be an escort, that is your business. Like your body, do what you want with your life, but like. People exist outside of this show. They have families. They have jobs. They have things. And, like, just to put it out there, just because you felt like being a bitch bothered me so much. And literally, as I was watching the episode, I'm scrolling Twitter, and there's this New York Post article, and it's like, who is Brittany Galvin? The girl accused of being an escort. And it's like, that's just what her name is now. You Google her because Anna felt like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm sure she got messages of people saying that she's an escort,
2: but similar to, what was that guy's name from last season who was, like, the worst Yosef oh yeah and how there was like all the, someone got messages about him and this girl and it's like I don't care about dms you got before the show like unless you're going to show me the dms and go to the source and ask for their yeah. proof I do not care what anybody sent you before the show and like even Yosef then then proved himself to be an yeah, asshole oh for sure and like Brandy he was, was a queen he was the worst because of that but yeah. like not because he had this like because he ghosted a girl before the show like I don't give a shit no but like the way Brittany handled
0: it she came out looking like the victor
2: yeah and so I think if she stays around longer like I think this whole escort thing like will be squashed but it's Mm -hmm. just like I just want any contestant who's going on the show to know like I don't care what someone told you over DM whether it's true or not it it means nothing to the show everyone's coming on the show like with a clean slate almost I only know Mm -hmm. what I
0: see on TV yeah no I couldn't agree more I'm not interested and also I was confused as the timeline. Like, when did you get these messages? Because you don't have a phone. No, okay. So this is what
2: I think happened. I think the cast was announced. I think those girls who were second string were announced with the OGs. And before they went, someone was like, watch out for her. And then I'm sure she showed up night one and I was like, oh, this girl's not here. Got and it. then she came in and was like,
0: it was confusing. Yeah. I'm just done with Anna. Like, honestly, I know Victoria, and Victoria was being an animal last night. And she's so wrong. When and she I'm, took the crown off of that girl's head, I was oh! like, this is... this So disrespectful. It, it, it like, did not sit like, no. right with me. But, like, mm-hmm. the thing is, is Victoria is, like, so bold in her meanness. Like, I almost, like, I, I expect it from her... I, I hate it more when people like Anna like claim like they're you know Matt needs to know like to do it in a way that's so fake and and not you're trying to be earnest but like I know you're just spreading rumors. One hundred percent. At least Victoria, Victoria knows about, who she is. And mm-hmm. as much as I find her rude and disrespectful, like I kind of respect the fact that she's so upfront with her villainous vibes. Whereas like Anna's like literally pretending she to does do it this all with a goodness. smile. Yeah, it really fucking bothers me, and I was really getting upset. And if Matt doesn't do anything, like I will be so annoyed with him.
2: Yeah. Well, I will say I'm. One, I'm glad that they brought in um, group number two because it really showed everyone's true colors from group number one. Agreed. Everyone who was pretending to be like so perfect and sweet beforehand. Like we see you now. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for and, showing us. And the girl who got a one-on-one was a precious gem of a precious woman. Precious gem. A teacher. Like I think she will go very far. I think mm-hmm. that her and Matt have an outstanding connection. And so I think the ultimate group and Matt's like love connections are better off for it. I completely agree. What did you And think I about also that? feel like... The fact that he would send some people home when he just got these new girls here. It's like, you guys had all this time with yep. Matt. Like, if they made more of an impression on him in one night than you've done in two weeks,
0: that's on you. Could not agree more. What Ben, mm-hmm. what about you? Who, oh, also Kit is everything of the sort. Yeah. Um, who were some of your standouts?
1: I've just been listening to your dialogue. And you know... This show really sucks ass. Yeah. Like that's yeah, I just agree. like what it comes down to. No, like you're i so right. I've never really liked this show. No, I know. I really the first episode we watched together, I really got into it. I thought it was good. You watch this episode. Fighting for love. They have them boxing. It oh. is no fucking it has nothing no to bearing. do with fighting for love. No, it's like in you're school when they tell you you're not going to have
2: a calculator in real life. And you have yeah. to do it all without a, a calculator. It's, it's like it's attached to my hand. It doesn't even make any sense. No, and then right. it's like
1: a girl gets socked in the face and he's coddling her. And then the episode, like, I guess, I think this is right before that happens. He's like working out shirtless in the jungle. Like the whole Pulling thing. A sled up the is whole back. thing is just so stupid. No, and like it doesn't make any sense. And... I, you I, raise I, I an excellent point. Yeah.
2: When they read the date card fighting for love and all the girls were like, "Oh, They knew. It's like, terrible. Yeah,
0: they're always fucking fighting for love. And I just, Ben's right. Like, your ability to beat up vibrator girl has no bearing on your connection with Matt. Like, it's so stupid. And honestly, like, it's so But demeaning. are you willing to fight for him? No. Yeah, it's <laughs> Because so, I have to go on a date and be on television. I don't want one of my teeth knocked out. Yeah. It's
1: terrible. So stupid. Also, I'm, I don't remember her name. Anna looks just like Phil Dunphy's wife, the actress.
0: Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. Yeah. That's a good call. Twins. That's yeah. a good call. Twins.
1: Um, but I like Julie Bowen much more. Maybe too. Yeah. It's it's funny. The other thing that I hate about this franchise is that you know that Victoria and Anna are never getting sent home, even though he does not like them.
2: They'll he'll get sent home. They're no. Right. But I'm saying
1: like, like they'll last longer. You, you know like the second uh, Anna was getting like so much FaceTime right at the end. There's one rose left. She's like, I don't want to get sent home. I don't want to get sent home. You're like, of course, like they're gonna keep her. Like you know, the rose is going to her. And then it goes to her. The show's just very yeah. very predictable. I really don't like it. Last thing. I think that bringing in the second batch of girls actually was worse for the second batch. I know that the first was, like, really, really upset. Like, it was, it was clear. But how much does it suck to come for one day and be sent home? Oh, yeah. Half the girls got sent home. They no. got there that day. So you quarantined no. for a month.
0: Only one, one of the new girls, she was wearing, like, a bikini-looking thing. Okay, whatever. In short that, hair. She got sent home. So she quarantined for three weeks to get sent awful. home. It's just awful. That's 100%. all that I'm saying. Yeah. 100%. Sums. But
1: also the girl that made out with him, that was, like...
0: Brittany, I like her. It was pretty bold. Yeah. What would your first entrance be? You'll say, you're, I'm the Bachelorette, and I'm standing at this mansion, and you have to make an impression.
1: Hmm. I really don't know.
0: So, don't make fun of Brittany. She was just being... She when did I make fun, fun of her? Something. She was just being creative. When did I make fun of her? Just now. I don't think I made fun of her. He I said it was bold. Did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I said bold. Um, so, that's our Bachelorette recap, and we'll see if I'm still
2: watching next week. Yeah, and it's wearing up my patience. Me as well. Okay, now it is time for a very fun segment called (coughs) Girl, did Ben Ben read read It the
0: book? So we, you know, Did Ben we're going to tell you, we're going to tell you. We spoke a lot of shit about you. I know you don't listen to our show, but we spoke a lot of shit about you. Yeah, but
1: I get all the shit. Everybody DMs me like, Claudia said this about you today.
0: (laughs) Guys, please (laughs) stop fucking doing that. Have you read it yet? So we were giving you shit for not reading it and you read it a week ago. And I, I did update everyone, but a lot of people don't believe you. So Jackie's going to quiz you. I'm sure. going to quiz you on some of the um, facts
2: and stories from the book. Great. And nothing too difficult. Mm-hmm. And let's not spoil too much because to a lot of
0: people haven't read it yet. If you
2: have a general sense of the book. First question. What is the name of Claudia's one true love? Maverick. Yes, very good. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay. What is one thing... That tastes as good as skinny feels.
1: How am I supposed to remember this? <laughs> Donut? Oh, yeah, Krispy Kreme. Yes! It's a part of the list.
2: Yes! yes. What was your favorite photo from the photo insert?
1: Ooh. You know Like I could say The one of us At our wedding Like I, I'm not gonna lie to you I would have loved Like another photo of us That was like a little bit Less filtered well, Maybe if
0: you had read The book earlier um, You could have had some input Yeah that's
1: very interesting <laughs> um, I like all the old photos Of you guys They're really cute uh, You and your dad Is a cute one Okay Those are good
0: um,
2: Okay What was the sh- movie That inspired Claudia and Jackie To start a morning show
1: I've watched it It's with uh, What the fuck is her name it's, Is it called The Morning Show
2: that's, that's like
1: what the name... I've seen the... Sh- I, I watched the movie with you guys in Wyndham. I'm just forgetting. Oh, Jamie McAd... And, and McAdams? Rachel Jamie, McAdams. Yeah. Rachel, Mc, Rachel McAdams. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what, Morning Glory is Mor- what Morning called. Glory. Uh, pretty good movie. What's his name? Harrison Ford. No. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Uh, what else is he in? He's the one in the commercials. What? The guy that she keeps getting rejected by... That's like the studio head. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, the Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum.
0: Oh, not as good as Jeff Goldberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that? Uh, Duff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> is it Ace of Cakes? Yes. By the way, so you know that Ace nice. of Cakes name is Duff Goldblum. Yes. And you know his real name is Jeff? Really? So I got confused one time. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's very confusing. Okay, Claudia just has a
2: chapter where she describes stans and fans. Growing up. Who did each of the Ashray sisters stand
1: in well, sync and Bachelor Boys? Who was who? Uh, Jackie was Bachelor Boys. Olivia was in sync. And uh, Jackie and Margot really didn't care about either of them. They were just using you for your room. Claudia and Claudia. I Claudia and Margot. Claudia and Margot. Claudia Margot.
2: Yeah.
0: Who did? I don't spoil too much,
2: Ben. Okay. Who does Claudia stand in her young adult, not adult, young life? Joe Jonas. And Margot. It was a brief sentence, brief mention. I, I didn't even know. I don't even remember writing that. But who I know who.
1: Margot Stan. Growing up. Growing I'll give you a clue. Growing up. Yeah, give me a clue. Oh,
2: baby, baby. Pretty serious. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, I remember.
1: There was that one line.
2: Yes. Who does Claudia have a poster of in her college dorm
0: room? You should know.
1: Yeah, I have been there. Joe Jonas.
0: No. no. Acceptable answers would have been Taylor Swift or One Direction. Mm. Yes. Okay,
2: last question for the win. Where are Claudia's favorite muffins
0: from?
1: The corner store outside of NYU.
0: Yes, called Space Market. Mm-hmm. Iconic muffins, so good. Double chocolate chip, head over University and 8th Street, so good. You did a so great Did I, I read it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You losers!
0: Yes, book. Yes, we're so happy. Thank you. I knew you read it. I was there. Yeah, I was there. But some people just didn't. (laughs) I was there. (laughs) Some people just didn't believe you, pops.
1: No, no. It's because you've been spreading false libels.
0: No, no. But you have to come on the show. Is that a term? It's a double like libels. Are are libels? It's like you don't have to say false. So it's just because you're spreading libels. No, but no. It's like you've been libeling. (laughs) Yeah, or like libelous rumors. You've been libeled. Okay. Yeah, you've been libeled you've that's been, a new game you've, you've been <laughs> libeled um, everyone please check out my book girlthnojob.com slash book it is now available nationwide 666 6666. i no seriously anywhere you remember get remember 6 anywhere you going get going to the
1: remember 6
0: riding around town
1: jump on, jump on. No. <laughs>
0: jumping and <at> a <laughs> remember 6 the best ride in town For wherever
1: you want to go, go. Carmel is a number to know. Ride Carmel and be on time, worldwide and nationwide. Six 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 sixty six, six. Remember six. By the way totally are they a little uh, anti-semitic do not know what it. are you Michigan? <laughs> we've, we've already heard, we talked we've through, through it this. Okay.
2: yeah but apparently they're named after Mount Carmel which is uh, in uh, like Israel and I think it's like a Jewish, Jewish owned car company so they're allowed that to make it. jokes so like that so it's like a but Jew it, on
0: it, Jew it, joke yeah
1: but it's just a bad joke
0: I really don't want to go back okay, into this
1: anti-semitic
0: Carmel thing like we did all literally an entire episode on it my book is available anywhere you can get books audiobooks, ebooks, e-books hardcover books everywhere shop locals shop Amazon shop Barnes and Noble shop Indy thank you so much for the never ending support on this book I hope you're all enjoying it and that you're just cuddled up cuddled up at home with your doctor for Chemin reading this book and it's supposed to be a snow day here so it's a beautiful day to read a book it mm. I mean it's always a good day to read my book but yes you're right
2: yes Guys. That's all she wrote?
0: That's all she wrote. That's Thank you so much. That's literally all that she wrote in yes, the book. <laughs> just 240 pages. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places, wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day. Happy pub day to me. Bye. Bye. Bye.